Give it like an approximation of minutes. I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and next to me is my trusted companion, Sean Jones, whatever everybody. Welcome. Today, our slew of amazing interviews continues. Yes. And today we have none other than the king of the polyam cult and our native Pittsburgher, MV Young. MV, What's up, y'all? I'm great. How are you guys? It's, thank you so much for having me. Thank uh, you for coming much. on. Uh, I um, I was talking well, when we interviewed Effie. I was talking to him about how the big gay brunch isn't just lesbian and gay people. And I brought up the young, pretty guy who looks like Billy Idol. Uh, and this, this was months ago. And he was yeah. like, oh, yes, my darling Michael. And, then he, and he said, and he's going, he's going to be doing big things, not just with wrestling, but he's about to get his modeling career back and all this uh -huh. other stuff. But he was gushing about you. Uh, yeah. Effie's one of my best friends, so that makes sense. Yeah. Effie's fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. But uh, so, so like, how did you, how did you come to meet him? Uh, actually, by accident, um, I started booking the Uncanny. Uh, so I, I have this company in Brooklyn, or did, uh, three years ago before Polyam Gimmick or anything of that sort called um, Uncanny Attractions, and it was drags and drop kicks, and we would do uh, drag shows mixed with wrestling. And I would book mostly queer talent, but um, I actually booked Anthony Bowens, who dropped the date without talent, well, very, on very short notice, dropped the date. Uh, and I didn't really know Effie, and I just, on a, this is like pre-Effie Effie, this is like, 5,000 follower Effie, like where I am now. You mean and, like, uh, like best Effie? Best Effie, yes. This okay. is like best. This is like, this is like Effie is literally probably like exactly like where I am in my Indian name right, right now. So like it wasn't that hard. But I just DM'd him and saw and asked him because he followed me and I followed him. You know, we were mutuals on Twitter, but I didn't really know him. I was like, hey, how hard would it be to get you to Brooklyn? He's like, I love Brooklyn. Let's, let's work it out. And literally just like he did the show and we got along so great. And I guess that was three years ago now. And we've just pretty much talked every day since then, I'd say. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so. yeah. So right now you are walking the streets of Brooklyn. I am. I'm sorry for the buses and stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to find a, find a better spot for y'all. No, it's all right. It, it, I, we can't hear it. It's fine. It's okay, actually, great. It actually gives us a more grittier feel or something. Okay, great. Yeah, this is my promo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, now you grew up in Pittsburgh, correct? Correct. And I've born and raised you, in Kensington. And you, you grew up Catholic, right? I did grow up Catholic. Now, I grew up Catholic as well. I, I uh, as Pittsburghers do. You're yeah. right. And yes. I, <laughs> I moved on from that. I have my own yes. set of beliefs and such. Yeah. But, uh -huh. um, how how did you come to discover yourself? Oh wow! Uh, I don't think there's like a one sentence answer to that. Um, of course. Not. How did I come <laughs> to discover things? Uh, like having a very liberal eighth grade 
social studies teacher that kind of like like I don't know like it's a very conservative area, right? Like right, Western especially people, in New Kent, yeah. especially not in the city, right? Suburbs, like I'd say, like even like Etna, like you're starting again, conservative town. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm from the Rocks, and okay, yeah. It's so some, you know, like the older the old people are Democrats only because like. You know, they're for unions and stuff, but they're not really well, like, liberal. They're, they're, liberal. they're a different kind of Democrat. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, like, I didn't even think I even, like, even ever thought of political parties, but 2008, I must have been in seventh grade, so the election with Obama. And I feel like I started to realize how fucking racist everyone was. Like, right. but then I had a socialized teacher that was very liberal that heightened, and he's like, hey, everything that you're thinking, that's right. And I was like, okay, cool work. Uh, which is where I was like, I feel like I was always the most left leaning person of like my friend group, especially because I played sports and you know that like general. Did you go? Um, did you go to Catholic school? No, thank fucking God. Uh, no, see, I, I went to Catholic school, and I had yeah. a similar experience. I mean, I'm not part of the community, but I'm very yeah. left leaning, progressive. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and and um, my fifth and sixth grade social studies teacher during yeah. the uh, election first bush election so that's how much older uh-huh. I am. <laughs> uh, during the first bush, so 2000 yeah like it was uh him oh, yeah. and al gore and the dude who yeah i was basketball. in so you're not that much older than me, but yes and um and uh that's whenever it started sparking in my head too okay great so yeah the election times gets you thinking uh i think we all know that so yeah i think that i that's not, that's just like a very small crack in the ceiling. That's what started it. But just like a lot of things, like me, I feel like me being aware of the way things were working in society as a whole in high school, but it not being addressed because I come from like a white town and shit like that. And then going to college where you're like very not forced into, like you are around diversity all the time. And then like I moved to the city of Pittsburgh. Well, I'm kind of fast forwarding. I went to University of Central Florida for rugby for like a very short amount of time. Well, rugby trained, trained in wrestling down there because I played rugby for uh, at high school too. Um, then walked on to UCF's team, made it, and then dropped out because I was wrestling. But whatever. Spent a year in Florida training in wrestling, and I moved back to Pittsburgh where I um, almost immediately I moved to the city. And the city of Pittsburgh is a very progressive place. Absolutely. I, I lived in Lawrenceville before it was what it was now. Yeah. Um, before it was, and then, before it was hipster city. Yeah. Well, even lo- like, it was like actual hipsters, not right. like, right. not like right. gentrified Fake. hipsters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it was like very punk and, and very. like, and like, you know, like it, it was diverse. And right. it's not I used like to now, go but... to, uh, the Lawrenceville, uh, Moose Club for like, I went to see like bands there and also like that shithole in the wall bar that had punk shows. I forget what it's called. A rock room. Uh, that's no. about to have a no ring there, baby. Uh, uh, but no, yeah, I mean, it's still there. Everything's still there. Lawrenceville's fucked up, but everything just got pushed around, right? Right. Pittsburgh's great. I'm so stoked to be back in Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, the fucking, what was it? The, you know, being in the city of Pittsburgh and then I moved to New York, which is like ultra progressive and just like things like that. Like, I mean, I always was who I, who I was. It was just, it needed to be. I mean, it, it, I just had a lot of things in my life that helped me mold that that way. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, like, the idea, the philosophy or the lifestyle, however you want to say it, the lifestyle of yeah. polyamory, 
how, uh-huh. how did that how did that seep in like that was just like became preferential thing as i was dating like it was just like as i realized like i was just well as someone like i just realized that it seemed to be the most for me the most comfortable way and i think that i thought that it was like maybe like wrong until i started going to therapy and she was like oh my therapist was like yeah that's actually um pretty normal so actually shout out to my therapist cindy she's the reason this gimmick even exists <laughs> that's um, awesome. but my former therapist cindy um but uh yeah i mean that's pretty much like me feeling validated by um by my therapist that it's a valid lifestyle yeah we're um, we're, we're um the own the people who run the podcast network that we're on they are uh-huh. a polyamorous couple and uh oh nice and me and my ex fiance were looking into it, and I bought a book. Yeah, uh, lots of good books on. Yeah, and I I realized it wasn't for me, but but yeah, like a progressive would think, I don't mm-hmm. I don't shame or look down upon or think that it's bad if someone else does. I think that's yeah, great. Of if it works for you, that's fantastic. Right. I know plenty of progressive people who are monogamous. Yeah. Absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. Right. So. uh yeah, I was just really interested in that in that aspect of it. But uh, yeah, let, let's get into the rest, shall we, John? Sure. Go. So, um, so training. Where did you Where did you train? How'd you get the start? How did you? So I originally started in Orlando, Florida, at Scott Hall and Larry's Bisco School. Nice. Um, Larry's Bisco, another Pittsburgher. Another Pittsburgher. We bonded over that. Talked to me about Bruno excessively. Yeah, um, I met them both at the mm-hmm. Robinson Mall. I never met I never met Zabisco, but I met San Martino. He was I never got to meet Bruno. Um, but yeah, was trained by Larry. I was one of his last students. I actually trained with his son. Oh, wow. Um yeah. Um and that oh, was yeah. great, whatever you I didn't like the vibes of Florida and I was correct. Scott Hall I had to go to rehab. So I lost him pretty early on in the process. Um but Anyways, like, yeah, Florida was great. It was a start. Um, but like I said, didn't like the vibes in Florida. And it turns out, like, years later, I found out that the owner of the gym was a pedo. So I was right. Uh, not Larry or Scott, but the owner. Right. Um, so anyways, moved up to back up to Pittsburgh. And I actually started training at PWX. Okay. Um, Jack Pollock started there, too. Jack Pollock. And, like, that's, like, right when Moriarty was starting. Um, I'm like a year ahead of Moriarty and train like like I started like but like I came to PWX as he was starting PWX. Were you were you around Pollock? It was, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, uh, the craziest thing was whenever I was at CCAC down on the north side, I would uh-huh. I would work out at the YMCA down there. And uh-huh. uh, I used to work there, I was a manager. <laughs> so did he. And yeah. it was the time that I was actually training at IWC. Oh, okay. And oh, no I saw shit. him wear a Bret Hart shirt, and we started talking yeah. about it. And he was like, "I'm saving up money to go to Lance Storm School," and I was like, "That's fucking awesome!" Oh, he hadn't gone yet. That's crazy. Yeah, and then years later, I find him out in at PWX, and I see that he he went to Lance Storm, and I was like, "Oh, that's fucking awesome!" But yeah, uh, and now he's IWC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we're enjoy guys now. We are. Yeah. Well, yes. you're goddamn right. I am. <laughs> we actually have um on the video here. We have a graphic for night. Moves. You want to talk about that at all? Uh, I'm fucking stoked. It happened seven days after I moved back to Pittsburgh. I go. literally can't. I can't fucking wait to like. Honestly, like it means 
fuck what everyone says about belts. Like, yeah, big picture, they don't mean shit. And yes, I got over without any belts. But I can't even lie and say that being a champion in Pittsburgh doesn't mean, like, the fucking world to right. me. Right. As someone who did PWX, kind of failed. Like, I don't want to say I failed because I don't think it was, like, my own doing. I just think they didn't. Like, Does I wasn't anyone real have su- Did anyone have success there? No, but, I mean, like, like they liked Moriarty and shit, and, like, he, like, got the... No one has success. Or, like, people, like, leave. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't even, like... I, okay, let's see. This, this is how down bad I was with PWX. I was getting booked on exclusively the Futures shows, not even the main shows. And, like, people would request matches for me on the main... Anyways, it hurt my feelings really bad, but, you know, you learn as shit goes on that there's a lot of politics and shit. Jim Miller didn't like me. It is what it is. Fuck those motherfuckers, because now there's this... this New hot ass company in town to, in 2021 with cinema grade uh, production. Yes. And yes. it pro- progressed, and we're all fantastic wrestlers and a progressive attitude. And I'm the fucking champion. And that means the fucking world to me. And the belt was like a belt it's gorgeous. practically made for you, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it is such a gorgeous belt, isn't it? it um, and like, no. um, we, we sponsored Candy in season two. We planned to. Yeah. Uh, put more, more of our efforts toward that company, and yeah. Um, I just uh, like you said, cinema grade, like that ending. Yeah. Whenever that you went into that room and it unlocked and everything, I was like, yo, this feels like Lucha Underground. Oh, it was very Lucha Underground esque. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, these guys have, these guys are like, it's a big deal for Pittsburgh. Obviously, like, it's honestly a huge reason I'm moving back to Pittsburgh because I'm like so stoked to like be yeah. representing again. Not only but is also, it big for Pittsburgh because of the progressive side, but also yeah. because the other big indie here runs shows in East Kabumfuck. Yeah, we're running the fucking north side, baby. Yeah, exactly. Man. We're running the fucking. We're, we're running, running city. Pittsburgh. We're taking yeah. back the reputation that Black Craft ruined, uh, and we're. And that that crowd, I had friends who went to that show and did not enjoy themselves. And I have stories about that as well because I was very integrated into Vicious Outcast Wrestling, which was Blackcraft Wrestling. I don't know if you guys know that. No, I was. Do you you guys remember Vicious Outcast Wrestling? They used to run at the Ice Mine. The only thing that I remember about Vicious Outcast Wrestling is it's where Facade worked for a long time. Yes, uh, me and Facade were like it was very strange. It was like Pittsburgh people that worked for BOW were me and Facade. Yeah. It was like it was like very weird. Um, anyways, so Bill Mooner, the owner, I don't, we don't have to name drop too much. Anyways, that Blackcraft thing, they wouldn't let me into that, which was very strange. And then full fucking circle, baby, I'm right. coming back as the fucking why, face. Why the would they not show allow after. someone with with such a progressive gimmick into something called Blackcraft? Because they weren't, they didn't, they they weren't, they weren't like. Do they not it wasn't understand? Like a progress- it, it feels progressive, but it's not. It's like this, like weird, edge core straight guy shit. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's yeah, like this, like well, that's probably it's like, perfect. This like goth. I don't know what the fuck. This like very mid two thousand and tens thing that was happening yeah. at the time. You know what I'm saying? Hot topic. Um, so yeah, and it, yeah, yes, hot topic wrestling to fullest extent. So yeah, fuck that. Here we are. I. I know we're about to fuck. I'm pretty sure we're about to sell out. Uh, I know we sold out the first two front rows. Um, yeah, John was trying to get. Like, I, I, I gotta get on that. I, I gotta get but on they, that. They yeah. said that it was already sold out. Yeah, y'all gotta get some general missions quick. But yeah, I, and I, I gotta tell you that 
when I'm, this isn't some fabricated excitement that I'm giving you. Like it actually, and I literally told Max and every company about this, like the fact that I'm representing a Pittsburgh company means so fucking much to me yes. because like I act, you know, I like a big reason I left Pittsburgh is because I felt like I fucking failed. You know what I mean? Like I like couldn't get in anywhere. And, it, it, and you know, as someone who gets flown everywhere now, it's fantastic, but it's always good to have like a home. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. And honestly, even New York at its best isn't a good home because it's so hard to have like continuous things here. I'm going to make Pittsburgh so fucking hot with no rings and, and enjoy and rise and everything that I'm doing. Like I'm just going to be <laughs> this guy. Um, it's just going to be so busy and I'm going to like, do everything I can, learn everything that I've learned in New York and all over the world. I'm going to keep taking my flights. I've already talked to like everyone that consistently flies me out and told them that that's my new airport. Yeah. And they're cool with it. And the thing so is, I'll tell we, you what, we have been ready for this because every time I'm Ring of Honor plays, too, yeah. goes stage AE, there's a bunch of people. NXT stage yeah. AE, a bunch of people. AEW yeah. just Dynamite came and with, Rampage with, both sold the fuck out. And that, that crowd minutes. was loud as shit. Yes. The city right. of Pittsburgh wants that. We don't want to drive two hours away to so wherever the ready. fuck. That's what I'm saying. And we're fucking, we're so, that's what I'm saying. I'm like literally telling, you know, everyone I enjoy. I'm like, listen, y'all run when you run every two months, every two months. But your plan is like, I'm going to do these little fucking bar shows. Yeah, and I'm going to put that belt up. There, I'm going to make ready. this shit. I'm going to make the, I'm going to turn this shit into Brooklyn, baby. I'm going to do everything I learned yes. in New York. And I'm bringing that shit here aren't you to having, Pittsburgh. Um, aren't you having a show in Polish Hill? Or yeah, September 3rd. It's the first one. Yeah. What, yeah, September. What, what I don't know if this will drop by then. What's that? What's that? No, no. We're dropping this right the day before Polyam. Uh, oh, then hell yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Polyam Saturday. And then next Friday in Polish Hill. Um, no ring, no rules from uh, against uh, Kaplan from AIW. Um, it's also uh, a hardcore bands um, EP premiere. It's gonna be sick. Oh, wow. I'm really excited to bring this environment. Band. That I've, uh, they are called uh, Trofman. They're they're pretty sick. They sent me their EP. I was like, fuck it, let's do it, baby. Um, so this shit that I've been like this environment that I've been in for like three years in Brooklyn, and I've like seen like what makes like a young crowd excited. I'm bringing that shit to Pittsburgh. And it's so cool because it it's such a great way to get ideas is to go and do yeah. stuff like this. And yes. I'm very ready and very excited with everything you're saying because I'm so ready for local wrestling that's actually fucking local. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, no, it's the city, the real fucking city where people want to do shit, not yeah. fucking, not Connellsville, not fucking West, Ch whatever the fuck that place is. That IWC runs like yeah, real, yeah. real Pittsburgh, real feel. If you're looking for an event and you're from fucking, you're from fucking whatever Cleveland or Allentown, you've never even been to Pittsburgh or whatever. You come into the city and you feel inspired by a real product uh, that is in the real city that has that real environment, has a champion that represents what Pittsburgh is. That's oh, yeah. how you make a scene. That's how you make a scene happen. Right. That's how an actual scene happens. Someone who represents the city in an environment that represents the city. And you make people excited to be a part of that scene. Hell yeah. I do, That's how you get people hyped. I do want to talk to you off camera, so remind me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I actually uh, ran yeah. into uh, I actually ran into Max outside of Rampage. Outside of the uh -huh. event center. And uh -huh. I, I was doing a little vlogging and I had him kind of plug night moves for us on there. So 
Yeah. Well, hopefully you get a little bit of a bump about that. So yeah. like let's take it back a bit. And you yeah. were you were in school, you were athletic, you played rugby, you got on mm -hmm. rugby. Teams. I played everything, but rugby was my best sport. When when did you get the wrestling bug? When did you fall in love with wrestling? Uh literally well, I was so young. I don't know. I remember thinking that you had to be a football player to be in WWE. <laughs> and I wasn't wrong at the time. Right. Uh, but I um, literally thinking, like, I think, like, not under, like, being very, very, very young and not understanding the concept of wrestling school and just thinking that these dudes were just going out there and doing that. And I think, like, finding out that, like, The Rock was a football player or something, I was like, oh, okay, you'd be a good football player and then you can get into WWE. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like as a very foreign concept and then i remember like being in middle school and like watching like the punk documentary or maybe the jericho documentary and then talking about the school like going to school and i was like oh okay. yeah and honestly but, that but you're not wrong now because apparently all the things that are being said wwe is going back to that we're going back idea. to yeah and, and give a fuck and and but what's old is new, but what, except for the fact that I used to want to be in WWE and now I don't. <laughs> so I, I don't even, I don't even watch the product. I if I hear really one match is good, I go that. and watch it, but I will not dedicate yeah. anything. God, I wish they had Pat McAfee on a good product. Right. Literally. He, he's, yeah. he's pretty damn good at his job. Even that's our, that's not, our Yinzer brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like, our, that's our Plum Yinzer brother. Showing that's out that's for right. Us. Plum's, Plum's near. <laughs> New Kensington. Very close to New Kensington. Yeah. yeah, it's like 15 minutes from me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to drive that way to visit someone at IUP. That's how you drive through to get to PWX, so I know it well. Yeah. Uh, so, like, who who did you, like, gravitate towards? Like, who? who uh, like, I think that, I think my first memory is Rock Rock. Like, I think that's, like, what got me into it, but who did I, like, afterwards? Like, I, I don't, it's always so, murky for me because I just feel like wrestling has always been a part of my life. I remember that I was always playing as the Hardy Brothers on video games. That makes sense. Um, I think I actually like Matt Hardy better, which I think is not the popular decision. But, it's um, not, but I totally understand it. Yeah. Uh, he wanted, I like, I he think... wanted to emulate Bret Hart. And Jeff yes. just wanted an excuse to kill himself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so I was... <laughs> Uh, did I? And then I feel like in like middle school, I got really into like Samoa Joe. Uh, and like, I think that like in middle school ish, I remember just being like really into dudes that um, killed people in the ring. And now that's like never changed. Right. <laughs> like, like that's when I got into like All Japan, Noah, and like Ring of All. Like, I remember seeing the. See, uh, that's what happened. Joe. Joe versus Kibashi on um, oh, God, yeah. on YouTube, and it kept getting taken down and put back up again. And right. eventually, it got put, it got put up with no commentary. And it's like been there for like twelve years now. Yeah, yeah. Tim is our resident puro expert. Well, I'm not. Oh, there. word. Oh, yeah. There's, so that's pe like, there's people who know way more than me. Yeah, but like, you know more than than me. So you're our resident. Yeah, yeah, puro. yeah. That's correct. <laughs> but I mean, like, whenever I stopped watching wrestling in high school uh, because mm -hmm. I was focused on other things, I was trying to make music my career i was in a band and yeah stuff. but then like i remember when the news broke out about chris benoit dying and then me and my friends just reminisced and then we went out and got a bunch of dvds then we were watching new stuff and then i would go yeah. down youtube rabbit holes 
And right. That's, I mean, that's, where, me too, yeah. that's how I found out about Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, Nigel McGinnis. I mean, that's literally Shingo, exactly what happened to me. Shingo, right. Naruki Doi, Davey Richards, you know, and I was like, this, this is my type of fucking wrestling because right. it felt like yeah. perfect versus Bret Hart. It felt like, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? So like, so what actually happened for me was ECW invasion angle happened and I didn't know what the fuck that meant for anyone. Like, I didn't know who they were. Right. right. Like that was like, right. Like I started watching in like 2002. So it was like right after ECW forward. So I didn't know shit. So I guess the invasion angle must've been like what? Oh, five, Oh six. Anyways, I went down to ECW rabbit hole because of that. I found ring of honor because of that. I found all the Japanese companies, et cetera, et cetera. And then like, I was just like, don't, I don't really recall. I started training in mixed martial arts in like early high school. And like, I remember like kind of not, like, I remember, like, people, like, kind of trying to grill me out of hating wrestling, and I think I pretended to hate wrestling, but then I was like, actually, I'm sorry, I actually really like wrestling. <laughs> right. So, like, and I was just, like, I don't... And now a lot of uh, MMA guys making the jump. Yeah. I know, right? I should have just stuck with it and just, like, been a shooter guy. <laughs> I think I think what you got going on works well. Uh, yeah, thank you. But, speaking of Japan, did you ever tour there? No, no the only place I've toured thus far is Europe and UK. Uh, God damn, do I want to go to fucking Japan. Uh, yeah. I've been working with Paro a lot, who works in all Japan. So I'm going to give him a little poke poke. Ah, uh, the Deathmatch Daddy Bear. Yes, yes. He's also former All Japan Tag Champ. So. Yeah, with Odinson. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I watched them. Uh, I, I first saw Paro, it was either Evolve or FIP, where they were, where, where yeah. they were pushed. And then. Yeah. Paro came to MLW and uh, just watched No Peace Underground. And very happy that he beat the fucking Ohio fuck. Oh, yeah, I was over that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You took, you took John Wayne Murdoch's spot. Yes. God, yo, that, that Vegas crowd was fucking weird. They were not easy crowd. No? No, they weren't. They were, I don't know, like, what they wanted. I think they just wanted the locals. I think they're like a not very connected group of fans. Right. Yeah. Well, it happened in the Future Stars Wrestling place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that's probably the thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. Who the fuck are all these other people? I definitely think that's what there's like not like Twitter wrestling fans. And that that was my first time seeing Funny Bone. How long? Oh, uh, dude, that, he's sick. How long has he been wrestling? Because he's he looks he he looks and he wrestles like a veteran. Like, yeah, he's been around for like fucking nineteen years, and I'm not. I I actually, he's an arrogant motherfucker. But my favorite match I've ever had in my life was him in Brooklyn two years ago. We fucking tore it up. Speaking of One arrogant of, motherfuckers, uh, yeah, I, I have a good friend who works in IWC, and <laughs> okay. there's a guy who worked there for a while. Uh, uh, he's also a member of Four Four O. Yeah. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Is he as big a douchebag as I hear? To me. Right. That's to what me. I heard. Because whenever I was in training, you're supposed to shake everybody's hand. You're supposed yeah. to respect everyone. And I heard he, he big leaked the shit out of everyone in that fucking locker room. I also heard that whenever Black Lives Matter was going on, he made his own shirts None of the proceeds went to anything other than himself. Got called out on it, and then, and then he, 
it stopped. And I don't understand why someone like this is getting. I think he made a pride shirt too. I, I think you just have to realize that in wrestling, people create bubbles of fans. We all do it. Every wrestler that's successful is successful because that like are in the Indies because they create a bubble of fandom. And sometimes people create bubbles of fandom that don't give a single fuck about anything that is morality. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who you're talking about has been around for a, for a decent amount of time. And, uh, you know, people don't always necessarily, especially in Ohio where you form this strong base, uh, they don't always gravitate towards morality of decisions or, or care in any way, shape or form. So if your fans don't care, you can't ever get canceled. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's the thing. But the leader, the leader of four four zero, seems like a cool guy. Seems like yeah. yeah. But just, yeah. just you know, it's like it's like what I think what I hear about like other wrestlers. It's like some wrestlers just like have are very introverted and they make very good friends with some people, and then other people just like they rub everyone the fucking wrong way. I know what you're talking about with the shirts and stuff. That's fucking weird. And like I said, I think he did the same shit with the pride shirts. And people pull them out. Um. But well, you see, know, we, we made a pride shirt and all of the proceeds went to the Trevor project. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, yeah. I mean, it is that's what yeah, that's allyship. That's all those things. But you know, if your fans don't give a fuck, you can't get canceled. That's my answer. Yes. But that's why we're right with GCW Faithful when they change fuck Ohio. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm I'm fucked Ohio even if four four oh isn't correct. Correct. Yeah. correct. Same with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They the, so. they had Dennis Kucinich, who was literally raised up the street from me, couldn't get his shit done here because he he's a dumbass, and then he went over mm-hmm. there. Fuck. Put a green shirt on. Yeah. Right. Fuck. Yeah. So we talked about no, no. Or... I was talking about a politician. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But well, uh, fuck Ohio politicians too, baby. Yes, he put a proverbial green shirt. He put the support <laughs> for Ocher. <laughs> so enjoy we talked about uh talk to me about Russell Lab. What is Russell Lab? So Russell's Lab is so they started out as a company that was doing like I don't know if, what I call it pre shows. Okay, when New York was really hot in like the early like 2016, 2017, there'd be like these really big super shows. It'd be like Battle Club Pro and then like tier one. This is like right when fucking like Triple H was dipping his dick and like letting like the new signees do the indies and shit. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Yeah. And like it'd be like Pete Dunn versus like the champion of Battle Club or, or like whatever shit. So, anyways, we, we'd get these like really, really hot cards in New York when that was happening. So, like it'd be like Riddle, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, shit like that. They'd be the headlines, right? Right. So, anyways, they, we'd have these really hot lines that go all day. The Wrestlers Lab kind of got their name by like kind of like doing the pre show. Like it's like you come and it'd be like all the like like, like, I remember AJ Gray was on, like, and like, yeah, whatever, you know, they, so they kind of, and during the pandemic, I think they just kind of rebranded, well, they definitely rebranded because they made me their champ, but, right. uh, um, and now they've kind of like, I think they've kind of found their own, with like the IWTV tapings. And, and honestly, I think they've, I think before, like they were doing well in the sense of like, they're part of these, but I think they actually have a following now. It's not huge, but I think they have like a little loyal following and it's growing. I mean, I, I watch think... so much fucking wrestling that it's hard to add more. Yeah. But like as I follow more individual wrestlers, I yeah. end up watching more promotions. And you have an IWP sub? Uh I've yeah. heard of I've I follow them. You should do it. You should you and should, you should do IWTV. 
You should do IWTV. It's $10 oh, a month. I, I, I have an IWTV. Yeah, that's what he Yeah. No, he said the pizza party. Uh, oh, no, no. I said you have the IWTV subscription. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I thought, he yeah, said, no. I thought you yeah. brought up that. Pizza, pizza party also great, but no IWTV. So, so the reason I ask is Wrestlers Lab is about to release their season two. So I got really fucking hurt in the last season of Wrestlers Lab. So I was like really not stoked with my performances. My first match was like this like blow off match with Grim with Mister Grim, mm-hmm. and we just beat the fuck out of each other. And then I was supposed to have two other matches, and I could not fucking. I was just so fucked up. That's the, so that's, had, that's the Santa Claus motherfucker, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was like his gimmick on Enjoy. I don't know like where that came from, but it doesn't really have anything to do with Scooby. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, we beat the fuck out of each other as we always do. And uh, so I was just so fucked up. So anyways, I put, I asked him to put me through the ringer for season two. So I actually am the main event of five of the seven episodes. And I'm oh, actually wow. pretty proud of almost every single match I had. So yeah, definitely check them out. They're great. Um, awesome. Like they're like, they're buzzy, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. they're, they're, they have they have something that could be something more. I mean, so like I you know, much. on IWTV, you can uh, you can put things on your watch list. It's on the right. watch list. I just haven't gone to it yet. You know. Yeah. Well, season one long. is is okay, but season two, when they drop it in October, is going to be great. I'm stoked for yeah, like the like, gifts. We watch a lot of IWTV stuff, and uh, most of my indie viewing is done on IWTV. And on yeah. fights, I buy almost every GCW weekend bundle that comes out. AAW right. as AAW well. As well. Um, yeah. But I think it's fair to say you, sir, are blowing up on the independent scene. So, Thank you. Um, what I think you, so, uh, too. What you, <laughs> <laughs> so what have been your favorite places to work, favorite opponents, who you want to wrestle, places you want to work for, what you got going? Okay. Uh, one of my favorite opponents ever. Uh, Okay. Loaded question, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah, Katie there's like Drake four won. there. So let's, let's yeah. break it down. Lady yeah. Drake was one of my favorite matches I've ever had. I want more shit like that. I, like I want Drake. more that. I want more of that shit. And um, where did you wrestle him? At Big Gay Brunch in April at Mania. Okay. Yeah. Um, I Coming up, I have Anthony Green, who just got oh, released. Oh, you at the Collective? Oh yeah, is that what did I say? Our, the collective, our, right? Our fucking it logo was, was on the map, bro. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I forget these things because GCW doesn't book me on the regular shows, and I forget the link. Yeah. The, why? Like, I don't know. Everyone asks me this. <laughs> Everyone fucking asks me. I mean, this, you're starting I say, to I'm get like a happy. pretty big name, so like, what the? I, we've been. I always in- tell Happy, I'm like Happy. Hey, how the fuck am I on a non-rainbow show? And he's just like, listen, man. Brett's weird. You just got it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm doing. I got it. I'm listen. I'm not here doing my thing. Like I said, I like it on a non rainbow show. <laughs> I know. Like I said, Anthony Green not just got released. I have him at Blitzkrieg in this huge mall venue. It's gonna be great. Um, I have Fest coming up. Um, that match I can't tell you yet, but that match I have at Fest, I promise you, is gonna you'll blow your fucking load on that yeah, one. That's, you find o- out that. that's in October, right? October 30th, so Fest is, is like that a shit going to be on IWTV? Because no one's answered that. It won't be live. I don't think they live stream. Okay. But you'll know right away what happens. I'm going to tell everyone. But big, big <laughs> plans. Big, big plans. Um, And then, let's see what else I got. Yeah, a bunch of Blitzkrieg from Connecticut, who's a really hot company right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, a bunch of, well, all my Texas shit got canceled because they were like, can't put a fucking mask on or put a needle in their arm down there. Right. Um, what else do I got? I have a lot of shit coming up, you know? Oh, I just, okay, so basically this polyam party that's coming up is my last one is just me. Um, Woodstock. Woodstock. Last yeah. one of me running on my own. Because Prestige Wrestling in Oregon is pretty much picking up the brand. So I have like a little tour next on the West Coast next uh, spring. Nice. And uh, Very cool. I'm going to bring this, I'm going to bring the Enjoy Belt out there. I won't, I'll even give away like one match. I'll even give away, I'll give away two matches because like, uh, don't, don't like tweet this out, but if people watch, they can notice. I'm already booked in Los Angeles for two days. One's against JTG and one's against Calvin Jenkins. Oh, that's wow. going to so, like, roll. Very cool. Yeah, JTG so of, has reinvented himself and Calvin Jenkins so. is fucking ripped. Yeah, I'm stoked for, for both of those matches. They're both going to rip. They're both going to be sick. I'm trying to think if I have any other match. Okay, look, I have a match against Effie coming up. It's not announced. It is what it is. I don't know if y'all saw it today. They just announced me and Billy Dixon versus SGC for the GCW tag titles. Oh, wow. I did yeah. not see that. Yeah, they just not. Maybe Where like four hours it? before this. And like, uh, that in Chicago, in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so what I have coming up um, as far as. Okay, so just in this next week, Polyam Party, which is three matches alone for me. I have Jimmy Lloyd to open the whole thing. Um, yeah, you guys then, had really good chemistry at that no peace ritual. Thank you. you yeah, and we only touched each other like a little bit, so I feel good about like what's going to be like one on one. And we both like to get a little bloody, so it'll be fun. Uh, and then Friday, I have the no ring, which I think people are really fucking hyped for. And then Sunday is me and Billy versus SGC. So a lot of shit just in the upcoming weeks that's to be hyped about. Um, the week after that, I only have one booking. It's Rise, which is good i like rise it's it's lee i think it i think it might be lee's first time at rise in like over a year so that'll be a big deal mm-hmm. um yeah i have like and then anthony green after that so yeah i have a lot of really hot shit coming up um it's just not on gcw i feel like that's what i was telling them like what do you what do you want me to do i'm not gonna break beg brett lottery out of book Dude, his company's trying. doing like, his company's doing fine you know what i'm saying like like, I can't say, like, do I think it'd be good for business? Yes. I also don't think that it's hurting his business. He's doing great. And I, like, we told them to come to the Roxy and Theater and put on a mm-hmm. show. And you know, yeah. every time they go somewhere that's not their home base, they bring in, you know, big local names. Okay. So, if they, if they, if they ran Pittsburgh and didn't have me, then we'd have fucking problems. Right. Because I'm really trying to be the face of fucking get, Pittsburgh. Maybe you need to get on the phone with Effie and get him on the phone with Brett Lauderdale. Cause that's, well, he said, he said he's, he's been asking. Yeah, that's how that's before. Uh, yeah. Brett Lauderdale is hard to pin down. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It is. I don't, I don't know the guy at fucking all. I saw him in Vegas. He came up to me and he said, Hey, what's up? Like he knows me. You know what I'm saying? Like he right. knows, like, it is what it is. Like, I can't, I'm not going to fucking, I'm booked and busy. <laughs> well, hey, let's Every not time I, no, no, I'm not. I'm just, he's I'm been just very good. He has pretty good ones. But, but uh, I, you know, it's not, like I said, it's no ill will. I think it's silly that I haven't been on it yet, but that's life, baby. You know? I think uh, you eventually I, will. I think, I think whenever it happens, yeah, whenever it happens, I'll be ready. I'm going to show the fuck out and I'm going to be, you know, I'm fucking ready, baby. So your favorite opponents so far have been Funny Bone and uh, Funny Bone, J.D. Drake. I want to say Lee, but I know everyone says Lee. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's very good. Uh, Funny Bone, J.D., 
Lee, um, who are other people I've really liked, like, uh, oh, Tom Waller, which is uh, in the vault, like, two years ago, I wrestled him. That's on YouTube for free, by the way. Um, Or one of them is on IWTV. I wrestled him twice. One of them is on IWTV. That's some three years, or one on YouTube has me of brown hair. That's how long ago it is, three years ago. And the one on IWTV is me with blonde hair in 2019. And that was a long-ass fucking match. But it was good. Just us being the fuck out of each other. What promotions? Uh, Prestige. uh, Who had a ton of fucking... They're in the Pacific Northwest. Um, They had a ton of momentum before the pandemic. And then the owner basically said, he's like, listen, I'm just not going to do anything. He's like, I have big plans. Like I said, we're planning this full West Coast tour coming up. So, Like Defy. Defy was... Yeah, Another, yeah, they're like very, they're very much like the five, um, except for they're like leaving. The five doesn't leave Portland, and Prestige is like going up and down the West Coast. Nice. Yeah. Um. So, I assume some of your favorite places to work was in Joy and uh, the Big Gay Brunches. Yes. What yes. other places do, do you really enjoy going back to? Like, uh, yeah, book me on that shit because I enjoy. Uh, well, so let me just say that I'm very, very, very excited to be bringing No Ring Wrestling to, to Pittsburgh because I, I can't say a promotion, but anytime I do a No Ring show, the crowds are so fucking hot. But my favorite thing about them is the No Rings win over people and make them wrestling fans. And yeah. that is why I'm so fucking excited for No Ring to bring No Rings to Pittsburgh is because I guarantee fucking to you after this shit on Friday, next Friday, I'm going to sell tickets to enjoy. I literally guarantee oh, yeah. it. I literally, that's my favorite. And, and the thing about the no rings is being amongst them. So anytime, what I'm getting at is anytime, to answer your question, anytime anyone books me in something like a no ring where I'm amongst the people and people can feel how fucking cool and like concert-like and intimate professional indie wrestling is, that's how you suck them in for like the yeah. ring shows. And they're like, oh shit. They're like, I didn't know it could be like this. They're like, oh, I've been, been brain, been Manton brain, <laughs> Cena. And it's like, they're like, oh my God. Yeah. And like that's why the the I think that I think that no ring wrestling is the heroine of professional wrestling. It fucking hooks you. I, it feel, fucking like, hooks. I feel attending attending your first indie show makes you a fan for life. I've I think so. A yeah. good one, you know, not like yeah. a shit show one. Like I think enjoy <laughs> enjoys. Listen, I'm not trying to talk shit on nobody, but we all see what's happening in Pittsburgh. Enjoy is going to be number one after the show, no fucking doubt. There's it, it, can we can we in any way deny that? Like, come yeah. on. When I talked the, to the Max, vent. he said, uh, Max said that no, uh, Night Moves is going to be Can't Heat Season 3, right? Uh, I think, I, oh, is that is that their plan? That, 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 that's what Max to, uh, told me. Then it might be less episodes. I'm not sure. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. But nonetheless, if you think of, if you just like put it in the terms of how, how everyone that experiences wrestling for the first time and or has been going to other companies in the meantime experiences that in that environment, you can't even like, you know, it's going to hook everyone, right? Like they're going to be the hottest mm-hmm. fucking thing. They might be literally one of the hottest things in town because Pittsburgh isn't like other places where it's not like New York where there's right. a million other things to do fucking right. night. Like you're not really competing with anything. Right. And that Especially could be a bad now. thing or a good thing. Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm so high on this company. I'm so ready to like, I'm so proud to like represent them. They're going to take, they're going to, they're going to be such a big fucking deal. 
We are very excited for every time you say those things. It it makes yes. us happy. And I'm and I'm, I'm not proud. Just, this is not a puff piece, because trust me, I don't I say how I feel. Oh, no, this, yeah, is, this is this is on authentic. Now you said you wanted to go to Japan and you've watched you watched Ring of Honor back in the day and this and that. Now yeah. you could pin this question down to the present and where you are in your career right now, or you can uh-huh dream as big as possible yeah what are some wrestlers and they could even be female because i saw you and ally catch put on a fucking banger Um, yeah fucking who are some wrestlers that you would love to wrestle well i gotta tell you i have extreme extreme fomo that minero suzuki is gonna be here and i can't wrestle him or more or more so that and and I understand because I'm not, but I'm not on the level. Like I'm, you know, I'm doing well, but I'm not on the level where someone want to give me him yet. And I understand that, but it makes me so hungry for that. I want Maki Ito. Right. Uh, that would be very entertaining. entertaining. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I want. If you're letting me aim as high as I want, yeah. if you're letting me aim as high as I want, I want Kenta. Yeah. I want. I want. I want. Man, I don't know. I just want people that are going to bring a fucking fight. Ishii. I want people that are giving me a fucking fight, baby. How about Nakajima? Uh, uh, Nakajima. I was just going to say, everyone tells me me and Nakajima. That's what everyone's, everyone, well, not everyone. All of my students, because I train, I, my students always say, you versus Nakajima. I'm like, yes. Nakajima, Go Shizaki. Like, these are the people I fucking want, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so, we pretty much on. I don't think no. I named this single American wrestler. But that's okay. <laughs> Oh, you'll get there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we yeah, were going to uh, ask you yeah, I, what promotions you want to work I, for. I was but... just going to say, two of the things on our list to talk about was Big Gate, Brent Chipotle, and Woodstock. You pretty much took the reins yeah. on that one. But, but yeah. we, we were going to ask you what promotions you want to work for. We kind of touched on that with GCW and mm-hmm. Japan um, yeah. and Big Gate Brunch. But with Paul Am Woodstock, uh, Give us a summarization of what to expect. Well, so I think that for every other polycult party that I have done, it's always been um, had its own flair that happened. And I didn't know, like, I couldn't explain why it happened or how it worked, but it just did. Like the last one I did, uh, last one I did was supposed to be outside and uh, being inside because of rain. And I literally said, ah, welcome to the Polyam nightclub. And then everyone fucking ate that shit up out of it. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, what's, what's going to make this one is that, one, there's three other companies running. It's all fucking day. There's bands playing. I'm really, I'm literally in someone's backyard trying to sell the idea of a music festival to you. Now, three, but with, you said three promotions are running. No Peace Underground is running Ayahuasca, right? Yes, yes. Uh, so it's Industrial World Wrestling, Invictus, No Peace, and then Polyam Party. Invictus, and that's the one yeah. that gave me Jacob Fatu against, uh, I think, AJ Gray or something. AJ Gray, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 they, yeah. They're, they're good. They're just hitting upstate New York, so no one knows about them. They're good. Um, awesome. So uh, this is going to be like the wind down, and we've never done this. It's oh, wow. It's going to be like a hot seat type deal. And it's a Pittsburgh yeah. edition. Hey, let's go. All right. So, you know, we're going right, to be like rapid fire, fire questions, bullshit like that. That's money. All right, now I'm nervous, but okay. 
favorite restaurant in Pittsburgh? Yes. Okay, listen. I'm sorry that I know this is like supposed to be super quick. I've been gone for six years, and I know that it's so cliche, but I go to Primanti's every fucking time I'm back to town. I'll have a better answer for you in a year once I've done it again for a year. Yeah. But I do go to Primanti's every time. People grill me for Primanti's. I love Primanti's. Fuck that, dude. Primanti's rules. Okay, uh, thank you. Yes. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, our friend, our friend from Dallas, Texas, came up here a couple years ago. He's also and a YouTuber. And he's also a YouTuber. Became yeah. best friends, and he came up here from Dallas, Texas, a couple years ago. First thing we did: go to the strip district, go to the romance. Gotta go to the twenty-four hour one, baby. Yep. So, uh, next question is a favorite place to take someone on a date. Every single time, every single time I am with someone, that's a loaded question because if it's someone without Pittsburgh experience, you take them to Mount Washington, right? Uh-huh. You take them to the view at night. Yo. I'm going to be involved in a gay wedding on Mount Washington next month. Fuck yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess they do They do weddings there now. I've, I actually saw... It's going to uh, be at the Lamont. Because my nice. my eyes have money. I, I have been Fuck to a yeah. wedding at the Lamont. You will enjoy yourself. Yeah. That sounds really <laughs> fun. If it's a Pittsburgh girl, my Pittsburgh girl, boy, non-binary person, my favorite date would be. If personally, I love going to Frick Park during the day. Yeah. Like I love like walking through Frick Park during. Oh, yeah, like I, yeah. Favorite music venue. Uh well. My favorite music venue before it closed down was the Ultra Bar. I actually wrestled there. Uh, it was, I and I watched like some of my favorite bands there, like the Front Bottoms and shit. But uh, I saw Converge there. I saw Big Crit there. I've seen Plans for WK there. It was so fucking good. And it was sick. It was so intimate and loud. Yeah. So what? Um, some dude bought it and turned it back into a fucking church. Right. I'm so glad I got to wrestle there before it shut down. Yeah. Uh, late late September we'll be at the we're going to the Roxy to see Code Orange. That's gonna be fucking rad. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna rip. I'm gonna go yeah. see Tala there on the eighth. Code Orange, Black Dahlia Murder on a, in October. Fucking January's Motion City soundtrack. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's a new it's a new venue. Well, it's an old venue that got re like, done re- and everything yeah. in the Rocks. It's yeah, so nice. But yeah. um, favorite. Musical artist from Pittsburgh. Mac. Mac Miller. I mean, it's not even like, love Mac Miller. Okay. Favorite famous person from Pittsburgh. Can I answer please? Andy Warhol. Yeah, Andy Warhol. I was going to say Andy Warhol or my personal, my spirit animal, Jeff Goldman. I thought you were going to say mm. Fred Rogers. Well, I do love Fred Rogers. Fred Rogers is one of my childhood heroes. But I just love how delightfully strange Jim Goldberg is. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> favorite gym. Uh, so I used to go to this place. Say favorite gym. Yeah, I used to go to this place in Lawrenceville. I think it moved. It was called Selly's, and it was like a powerlifting gym. And I think they moved because I walked by when I was here last month. When I was there last month, it wasn't there. So they either shut down or they moved. But it was called Selly's. Where was and the it? owner? Was like this. It was right on, um, must have been like, fuck, it must have been, it was at the bottom of Lawrenceville, like right at the intersection before you go up um, Liberty Ave, yeah. like on the like the corner, and it was in the basement of uh, like a motorcycle shop, but it was like this like real like 
fucking like gym gym. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a Planet Fitness or some shit like that. I hope they didn't fucking go out of business because of the pandemic. Cause that place was sick. And I'm honestly like, kind of thinking like where I want to go now that I'm back next month. So I got to figure that shit out. <laughs> uh, and favorite Pittsburgh sports team? Pirates. Pirates? I am a baseball fan through and through. Yes, they're fucking terrible. All right, Listen, I, I, I won't hold it against you. I like every sports team in Pittsburgh. Don't get me wrong, but like, the I've always been a more like 2013 and 2016 when we were winning games was like some of the best times of my goddamn life. Right, and the park, <laughs> the park is just amazing. The park of is, course, but um, going to the park in 2013 was some of the best times of my fucking life. Right, 2013. New winning before, team, yeah. wild card shit. Oh my god, what a time! Uh, right before before he passed away, I went and saw Robert May live at the Pittsburgh Gymnasium, and he told a joke about how he loves baseball and he wanted to go see the Pirate game, and he said, "Our stadium is as nice as it is because it's barely used." <laughs> <laughs> well, I honestly, my whole thought on on the Pirates now is that. We can ride what we did in the 70s, and right. we could get a good player and develop them more and then make money off of them by trading them or whatever. And, but the big money is going to come from this park. Yeah. That's how I see I mean, it. that's obviously how our owner operates, but we all witnessed an accidental explosion of winning in 2013, 14, 15, 16. Yes. So it's not out of question. It was great. You have to, even if you're not a baseball guy, you have to admit the vibes in the city were fucking immaculate. Oh, yeah. In 2013, yes, I actually during like I th- we got in the playoffs, right? Yeah, 2013 yeah. So, is when the wild card game happened, yeah. where like the town exploded. I was at a bar watching it, and that was like the first time baseball has had ever caught my fucking attention because it I, felt I, surreal. I think baseball is pretty boring, mm-hmm. uh, but like. And I don't like the NFL anymore for a bunch of reasons. So, like, yeah, I love the Pens. But love the Pens. Don't get me wrong. My number two is the Pens. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I actually just went to the baseball park to see Green Bay. I, I was observing the next time. That's how Bob's making all his money, pal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got to see Green Day. That's about me. MV, <laughs> anything else you want to say before we let you Go into your to your uh, load so you have uh, so you can quit walking. <laughs> no, listen. No, first off, it was a nice walk. I loved it. Second off, uh, I don't have a closing statement. I'm not good at this shit, but I'm not good at closing off podcasts. <laughs> but I do want to say that as excited I was to talk to you about uh, to you two about everything, that's because I am genuinely excited to be back. Like I'm so my heart is so full to be back in Pittsburgh, yeah. representing Pittsburgh and living Pittsburgh. Doing the no rings, representing enjoy, representing rise, uh, doing all this shit that I'm doing. Like yeah, this is this is fucking great. This is a great. This is a great intro back into what my life's going to be. And I guess a li- just a little over a month now because I moved back October first. Uh, I'll be re- living right in Bloomfield, baby. It's Pittsburgh as it fucking gets. Oh, Bloomfield's so, nice. Yeah, so I can't fucking wait to uh, see y'all. Uh, sorry, let me uh, let me warm up. See yins at shows, right? Uh, see see yins around. Ian's at the Pens games. Uh, you know, I can't. I'm excited. I'm excited to be back, and I'm excited to represent. And yeah, thank you for letting me talk about it because I've been wanting to talk about it. 
Yeah. Not all my demographic is Pittsburgh. Actually, hardly in my demographic is Pittsburgh. So it's really nice for me. Well, we're gonna we're gonna work to make that change we because will, we you, will. you have two fans for life. It doesn't matter, and it honestly does, didn't matter that you're from Pittsburgh. It just added to yes. it. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, well, we we will start and drive that bandwagon before you left. Yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so there you have it, MV Young. Some exclusive information here on the podcast. Uh, do with that what you will. Follow this man everywhere at King MV Young. Uh, Please, my account, my old account's gone. Yes, the, the Twitter <laughs> fucked him because he kept he kept uh, saying that he was going to beat racists and homophobes' ass, which should not be a bad thing. Uh, I guess I guess like us. Us crazy liberals must have to make a parlor uh, for ourselves now. Yes. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, how do I usually do this? I can't even think right you now. Say whether it's morning oh, yeah, yeah. Night. Whether yeah. it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one. Peace and love to all of you. And then we end it on this. Bang! <laughs>